Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everybody. Another episode of Comic Newbies. All right, this is another episode of Comic Newbies. Episode 31. Is it? Yeah, it's 31. Uh, today, we got Red Sonia that we're going to talk about. Yeah. The story of Red Sonia. Who's that? Who is she? Where did she come Where from? Is she? Who is she? Uh, her first appearance, mm-hmm. what inspired this creation. And we're going to do this more often with characters that we're not familiar with. Like, yeah. you know, we did one with Archie. Mm-hmm. So. This will be recurring. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, another what if. I know the show's coming out, but we want to do a more extreme point of view. It's like one of our favorite segments we with, actually cover. With all this the shit, because we can go yeah. everywhere with this shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Lastly, but not leastly, fucking Punisher versus Red Hood. I will break you. I'm gonna shit on your lawn with Punisher. I will break you. How's your week, dude? Pretty good. Pretty chill. Pretty uh, fun. Anything that you have read? Yes. Um, I actually, just like a little giddy child, because I'm a big Spawn fan. Picked up King Spawn yesterday and actually already read it today. Yesterday. You didn't realize huh? that King Spawn was going to come out. How did I told you? I knew it was coming. No, I it looked, wasn't. No, I, I told you. Up, I looked it up on Midtown. Yeah, because I told you. No, I knew. I looked it up on no, Midtown. No, because I told you. I said, hey, before, King Spawn's before coming out. Before that, I looked it up. Bullshit. Anyways. Um, all I got to say is just it is a really epic battle between good and evil. Uh, and it, it it is the epitome of Spawn, and and it's almost like uh, Batman. Um, what is that called? Uh, black and white, right? Black and white. Yeah, because there's like Where three there's different like stories three different being told. Stories, yeah. mm. Kind of got Sin City vibes up in here. Well, it's um, the point of view of different characters. Yeah. So obviously, the first one is about Spawn. I mean, yeah, yeah. And the second one is like about the uh, was it the child? What's funny is that yeah. it's. I think that uh-huh. it's who's really evil here. Oh, you mean, <laughs> oh yeah, I can see that. It's kind of creepy. Who's really? It's got a Diablo vibe. Yeah, because the angels wanted to destroy the humans mm-hmm. at one point because the humans were just yeah. total fuck ups. And, and then in the this, angel, yeah, in this situation, you you had mercy from. Dare I say it? You know, you had mercy from demons and you, you, it's like supernatural. It's really yeah. like the crazy. show supernatural. That's really much. crazy. That's funny. I it's forgot. Like, uh, like dogma also. Kind I of. forgot to mention yeah. that I did read that too. Oh, oh shit. Nice. I, I thought I didn't read anything uh, that great, but, but yeah, that it was awesome. Todd McFarlane. We love you. Yeah. I can't wait. We're fanboys. <laughs> I can't wait. I remember when I was little, you gave me that, um, was it violator? Yeah. Yeah. Toy that is still expensive have. as hell now. Yeah. It's still in the closet. Um, And I'm excited for Gunslinger Spawn when that comes out. I'm not not a fan of Gunslinger Spawn. I've never read it, so I think it should be cool. I don't know which volume it is. Uh, Or it's just Uh, completely brand new walk-ons. Another highlight that I picked up yesterday was uh, Marvel Dark Ages. I told you about that one, too. Yes, I'll admit you gave me... You know what? (laughs) This is not Colon's playlist. This is Nathan's reviews. Okay. <laughs> um, I loved it. I actually haven't read it. Go ahead. Loved it. Yeah. Um, it 
it speaks of the I mean, I know Marvel always does this with the universe where they continue to um like mess it up and then recreate it and mess it up and recreate it, but this time around shit's real <laughs> and heroes are actually dying. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell me who. I won't. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty cool. Uh, was it uh, Taylor? Taylor? Did Taylor do it? Todd Taylor? I think that's the writer's name. I'm not sure. I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, you can correct me. But um, yeah, it was really cool. Hence the name Dark Ages. Uh, and I won't spoil too much because you still gotta read it. But it, it, it's a interesting. Uh, just almost post-apocalyptic love yeah. hell yeah yeah nice snaps snaps and um the other one i finally read that we picked up on a whim a few weeks ago not all robots oh you oh that's I right read it, you yeah. read it but you forgot to mention it uh-huh. like a week ago um not all robots was number two came out oh i gotta pick that up then um i don't know if there's you can always check yeah, yeah. i got terminator vibes okay uh, just the whole robots taking over the world and trying, try, trying to make it into a civilized society with uh, robots working for humans, and where robots so actually Skynet. Yeah, but then the yeah, but then the <laughs> robots have feelings and empathy, and they work oh, cool. sixteen hours a day, and they don't feel appreciated by their family. Oh shit! And um, long story short, uh, they have this empathy chip. And if they take it out, oh fuck! You know they become real robots. It's like uh, that one story from uh, Love, Sex, and Robots. Yeah, but what's interesting is just towards the end, and like you know they're just working, and then they kill everybody in this town That's on cool. accident. That is dope. And the robots like, well, I could do. Spoiler, that. guys. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I'm not gonna read it. Yeah. So. It's a pretty good if you have time. Not a robot. Something that I just touched and I was like, you gotta yeah, get it. Yeah, it's a sci-fi. Definitely robots. If you're into robots, don't know what you're into, but yeah, those are my three highlights of this week. Cool, man. Passing the baton to Colon. Um, I didn't. I mean, I've come across some really cool number ones. So obviously, King Spawn number one. Mm-hmm. It's the first one that they fucking made. To, yeah. Since I don't know. Another story ran. It was some sort of like historic moment for Tom McFarlane. Um, good, good, solid number one. A lot of stories. I don't know. If I don't they think were, they're going to have a number two. I, I don't know. Are they're they, going to have number two. Yeah. So it's, it's another ro- ro- ongoing series. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be just a short. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's freaking cool. They actually introduced She Spawn in that one, too. Mm. So she's. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I forgot her name, though. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, one that stood out the most was Superman 78. Wait, hold on. Let, hold on. Let me clarify. Let me just mention. One that stood out the to most. colon is Superman. Because it was Christopher Reeve's Superman nice. that they were portraying. Okay. And, whole, and wow, uh-huh. you know, it was it was cool because yeah. if you're ever going to do a reimagining or a reboot, it should be 1978 Superman. Oh, okay. So if, did, if uh, DC yeah. doesn't fuck up 
and just go off, go off and like, hey, let's do Superman 78 and let's see what happens. Wow. If they, if, if they pick this up and it happens, worlds are going to collide. So did Lex Luthor actually look like um, Gene, Gene Hackman? Hackman? Yeah. I mean, he won't appear till the second issue, but. Wow. Yeah, they introduced Brainiac in this one. Uh, the, I think Christopher Reeves is actually my favorite Superman. Dude. It's a little biased because that's what I grew up with. Dude. And it's sentiment. It's You were actually telling me to pick it up, remember? Yeah. So the dude that made uh-huh. Superman the movie yeah. actually quoted for Superman 78 because he had passed away. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Good. Great. You know, good director. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh, man, I should have freaking brought it. but Dude, that would have been sick. Yeah, he. They were trying to make. He said something about it being like a, like a myth. A myth. I mean, sure. Uh-huh. Superman is a myth, you know. And yeah. The whole thing, the whole thing that came along, and it's it's a great American myth, and it's such a, it was such a big thing in our it's culture. A blur. Yeah. That. We forget. Mm-hmm. You know. No, for sure. What natural superheroes are, are supposed, supposed to be, be like? Jinx. You owe me a drink. No. Because I said it first. Anyways, what? <laughs> uh, that's the one I stood up. That stood out the most. <laughs> I am, I am baffled. I mean, I haven't gone to Red Sonia yet, so. Oh, I got you picked up Red so, Sonia. Yeah, number one. Is yeah. it? Was it uh, Marvel or was it different? It's IDW or oh, it's something okay. independent. Yeah. So and it, and she's not naked in it, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I want to see fucking if this is a serious one, then I'm gonna yeah, fucking get it. She's in the Sumerian, right? Uh, she's not in the Sumerian. Uh, Sumerian is completely different. But she's in a different. Uh, she has her own run on. Is that Image? No, no, no. Uh, I think it's Dark Horse. Or Dark, yeah, it's, Dark Horse. Image. Or it's Dynamite. I don't remember. Dynamite. Dynamite? Red Sonia. Yeah, that's the one I always see, and I'm like, oh look, it's Red Sonia. Yeah, she's like half naked yeah. with a sword. I'm like, okay. Um. I saw Cruella, bro. I know we're talking about comics only, but fucking Cruella. Holy crap. You're talking about the Disney movie the Disney Cruella? Disney movie Cruella. Oh, okay. Yo, Cecilin? My cousin. Nah, I know. Yeah. It was I'm good? T- talking to you, girl. Like, I want to see it. Like, I want to I wanna see it at nighttime. And I want to sleep to it. Because Cruella is a feel-good movie, even though it's about a villain. You loved it. It's it good, like man. It, yeah, like the whole setup to mm. to Pongo and his owner. Wow, <laughs> you haven't heard that name in a long no, time. Huh? I haven't watched 101 Dalmatians since I was like a little kid. Yeah, so they did a great picking Homegirl. Uh, who is it again? Um, I forgot her name. Okay. Beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. <laughs> yeah, the big eyes. Beautiful uh, redhead. Oh. Uh, the one in fucking, uh, yeah. what's that movie? Which one? The funny ass movie with uh, McLovin. Oh, Superbad. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yes. Yeah, she's. I wish she would get some sort of Academy Award for that. Because if she did, uh-huh. that's probably like the best thing to get it for. This. Uh, well, now I gotta go on to a, Disney Plus. A Disney and, cartoon. And a Disney it. cartoon, yeah. and she made it lovely, and she made. Corolla Deville look hot. Did she even have a... She had a smoke. She didn't have a smoke. Oh, she didn't. Oh, because it's a PG movie. But it's an original. Okay. It's a pure original. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to make the way, since I have an AMC uh, pass and watch do, do, Shang-Chi. Do thing, Shang-Chi. You watched it? No. I'm going to watch it. Probably, okay. Probably this week. Cool. Uh, you want to watch it? 
I'm probably watching it at home. Oh, that's right. It's it released on HBO Max also. No. You're gonna just Disney order. Plus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Are you gonna just order it and I'm probably gonna stream it somewhere? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I feel like we have so many sponsors right now. We're talking about HBO. Disney Plus. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Don't okay. Bl- don't blackball us, please. Moving along. After those love, after this lovely week review, um, Red Sonia, the story. Mm-hmm. Nate, take it away. Yeah, well, first off, how do you know Red Sonia? Because I, I honestly only knew her as Bridget Nielsen in Conan the yeah. Barbarian. That was my extent to Red Sonia. Yeah. I don't know if you... Because the comic, when uh-huh. the comic book did come yeah. out, she appeared on that. Mm-hmm. And I saw it somewhere when I was a kid. And yeah. then I was like, ooh, boobies and boobies. <laughs> and she has a uh, sword. And she's badass. Yeah. yeah and she's, like, she's got that little, small little thing thing. I don't know. Uh, she looked uh, really good. Anyways. Um, I mean, yeah. I know, I know you yeah. can't really speak about it, but I'm going to speak about it because. No, she was hot. I, thank I, you. I agree. Like, Bridget Nielsen was. Whoever Bridget Nielsen is, God she, bless you. She's the same person from Rocky Four. God bless you. She looks so much different in Rocky Four. God bless you. Okay. It was in Von Drago's wife. Again. God bless you. Dolph Wondren. I'm going to say it one more okay. time. She's actually a model in real life, actually. Again. One more time. Okay. 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 <laughs> let's, let's get to what we're talking about. Um, Red Sonia, yes. She's basically a warrior, as we said. A war woman of majestic, I think I'm going to butcher this, Hyrcania. Um, Roy Thomas, this is the one, I don't know, Roy Thomas, he wrote it, and um, Barry Smith is an artist. Okay. Genius. I love him. Um, you know Barry Smith? Uh, if you made Red Sonia and she looked like that, thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, she made her debut in Marvel, um, Conan the Barbarian, 1972, issues 23 and 24. 123, 124, or no, 23, 23 and 24. 24? So it issues. was her first appearance. Uh-huh. Issue number 23 and number 24. Yeah, so 1972. I'm going to try to um, reach for those comic books. Yeah, um, it's probably expensive because it's the first appearance of Red Sonia. Why um, do they tell me that another... Never mind. I Go don't ahead. know. I'm, I'm, this is from the... I, I know. Conan you, you're fucking legit. Okay. Um, so, like you said, where is she based off of? She's loosely based off of a character also called uh, Rhodes, Red Sonia of Rogatino. Um Robert E. Howard's short story, The Shadow of the Vulture. Oh, that, that cool. was um, written in 1934. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and so they, they adapted her. Yep. What the fuck? Yeah. Marvel, uh, if you want to look it up, Mar- Magic Carpet Magazine, January 1934. Robert E. Howard's short story, The Shadow of the Vulture. Um, so they picked her up, they reinvented her. Uh, she became a heron, heroine of Conan's um, Hyborian age. Yeah, because dumbass, dumbass uh, yeah. fucking got caught up. So they replaced Sonya, the red Sonya gun, with swords. Um, the song of Red Sonya won the 1973 Academy of Comic Book Arts Awards. Let's go! Uh-huh. Uh, best individual story in drama, dramatics. Drama. Drama. Dramatics. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, it was. It's been through a lot. Uh, she's she's been through a lot, actually. If I were to explain her backstory re- really quickly, um, she came from a humble humble family in uh, Western 
Harkinian, Harkinian Steeps. Um, she was just 17. These mercenaries came, pillaged, raped her, killed her parents. Um, She's 17 and she looks like that? This is before, bro. Let me get to the backstory. I mean, a lot of 17-year-olds, especially when we were 17-year-olds. Well, she, 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 she witnessed her parents getting killed. She was raped by these um, mercenaries. She survived it. Um, and she was like basically seeking revenge. And then this red goddess, um, Scafach, Skaf- Skaf- I think that's her name. Um, of with- Blorb. Of Blorb Blorb. I don't know where she's from. Skatach yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gave her the Hella powers, D&D, bro. Uh, gave her the skills, the prowess to handle swords and other weapons. And that <laughs> she would never lay with another woman. Another man, excuse me. She would never lay with another man unless, unless the man beat her in hand-to-hand combat. Conan. Yeah. Enter Conan. Yeah. Um, it's like Hercules is Xena. Right. If we were talking about her physical appearance, obviously we know she's known for the the chainmail bikini. Um, you mean the string chainmail bikini? String. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. Let's get. Yeah. It says long sleeve chainmail. <laughs> right. Let's uh, let's get it straight. So Come she on. didn't have a, a as well as a figure and dress a little more conservative back then. She was wearing a chainmail long sleeve shirt and red cloth. Let's like, go. Shorts. So that's how she she kind of. Um, and that got smaller throughout the years. Yeah, Spanish artist Esteban Maroto. It would be Esteban yeah. Maroto. Is he a Spanish-Japanese guy? Uh, I, I don't know. He's a Spanish artist. Because anime is great. Right. He was editing <laughs> the magazine Savage Sword of Conan, and he redesigned her uh, wearing her famous costume, which is the silver metal bikini, um, which resembled other fantasy costumes that other... Moroto heroine sported in the 1970s. So that's when they kind of changed up her look. Um, and it's what we have today as the scantily clad, yet beautiful Sonya. So beautiful. Um, yeah. Chainmail armor. I think you're just here for the ride, and I'm just giving all the facts, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. And basically, yeah, her skills is swords. She's a skilled fighter, warrior. Apparently not, because Conan um, knocked you down, girl. Yeah, she got knocked up. On Let's go. Um, What's the baby's name? I don't know. Fun fact that, you know, we were looking at her appearances and everything. Obviously Conan. But she also appeared in Spider-Man in a Marvel team-up. What? Yep. Number nine, number 79. And in the Wolverine What If, Volume 2, number 16. Um, yes. <laughs> so in, in the in the Spider-Man... Um, the spirit of Sonya possesses the body of Mary Jane Watson. Oh my old, gosh! Yeah, to face her. Oh, so two worlds collide. Colon's having butterflies in his stomach right now. Getting ulcers. Uh, uh, face they face her old enemy, um, Kulan Goth. Colon Goth. <laughs> yeah, Colon Goth. Colon Goth. Except with a K and I want to be. I want to be the enemy. Yeah, you would. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> In the later, latter one. Sonia, stand by my side. (laughs) In the latter, um, she was, she, in the what if against Wolverine, Wolverine beats her, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's Marvel. They don't mention that. 
But basically, yeah, he becomes, she becomes his mate. Yes! Yeah, so Wolverine, Berserker Barrage, and Red Sonja. Logan, God bless you, man. The five foot three Canadian. <laughs> Let's go, bro. Right? He was only like 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, I don't know. Hairy guy. You the, la- you the same height um, laying down. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and other features, you see her. Obviously, um, Red Sonia is going to be taller than yeah. me. Uh Bridget Nielsen and Arnold, uh, you know, that was one of my, f- <laughs> I can't quote the movie, but I, I watched it a lot. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. I mean, because you have Conan and you have Red Sonia. Like, oh, she was so beautiful. Um, Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's it. That that's does it, it for us today, guys. Yeah. That's have it. a lovely evening. I'm just kidding. We're not done. <laughs> Red Sonia should have yeah. been last. I know. I'm sorry. You put it first. I'm just going by your segment. Mr. Colin is the producer, actually. He comes Shut up. With a lot of the segmentis. All right. All right. Number, number this two. This is where you shine because this is where I give very simple. What if, guys? Yeah. We are dealing with what if. Can you say that in a different language? What if? Anoba. Okay. Girl. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I okay. Wait, I don't even know if Anoba was right. Anoba is like, what up? <laughs> That's not what if. Sorry. How do you say if in Tagal or is in Filipino? Pag ibig sabihin. No, it's not even it. Anyway, sorry, I keep. Uh, Ooh, sorry. Watch your vape there, buddy. Yeah, okay, tangent. Tangent. Now. Now. This was actually a very significant yeah. number one question mm-hmm. by your buddy yeah uh, shout out to aaron tabiendo um who would hold the key between marvel and dc or the key holder gatekeeper i'm not yeah. sure what you said gatekeeper who okay. would basically be the person to if you guys open up we're the gonna, portal we're gonna start marvel off with this if DC. you guys know give us a freaking give us a dm or give us an email uh dm us at dm us at comic newbies and email is comic newbie 619 at gmail.com com, com, com. thank you guys for listening to or still listening we appreciate you yeah um so the key holder would be for me flash because let's face it he fucks yeah. up time dilation okay. anyway um that he, was so fast i didn't did you see he fucks up yeah. di- time dilation like he legit you know and i wouldn't be surprised if he went into another parallel and then lands in in Marvel, like he lands in that would be sick, actually. Yeah, like yeah. he lands in front of a fucking. He's fight. just going so fast. Yeah, too fast. And he's like so Too-fair. unfamiliar. He's like, "What the fuck? Why is all this stuff looking different? It doesn't look like Batman." Oh man, where's Superman? Who's this guy with the goggles? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and the second would have to be Doctor Manhattan. Mm. Why you say? Yeah, why Doctor? Because he's a god. That's all you gotta say. I'm I'm just saying he can travel like different. Uh, he can different shatter. Universe, he right? can shatter it if he wants to, or even fucking read Richard's kid. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's just something that I you know. How about you? Well, I was gonna say read Richard's because he's the second smartest man next to Moon Girl. But he would fuck it up too. Yeah, because he would fuck up like that. Yeah, I mean, like y'all, mad scientists are good or bad. Uh huh. I mean, we don't know his motives, but obviously he's crazy in 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 his ways of uh, putting things together. I mean, he, he's yeah, Doctor Richard is 
a prodigy. <laughs> um, but my 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 obvious, maybe not so obvious, but probably obvious uh, person that I picked to open up this gatekeeper would be Doctor Strange. Uh, I think he would. Oh, yeah. he's a mad scientist as well. Mm-hmm. So going with the same theme, but my my thought process is that. Him having access to these different gateways, these different portals. He likes to go places and, and, and change time, shift, shift, not time, sorry, but shift things over to save things. There would be a big cat- catastrophe like there always is in Marvel. And, um, you know, he's, he's um, whatever, putting his, uh, his different, uh, his binding a spell, putting his thing out and, and casting it. And all of a sudden they all, and then. Here? They fall into. They just appear. The farm of Superman. What? That'd be crazy. Yeah. DC Marvel, please, <laughs> if you guys listen to us, you can get yeah. this right. I don't care. I, I don't even care. I don't even care if you don't give us any copyrights. Like, that would be sick. Yeah. If we see a flash, just give us something uh, cool. Yeah. They're like inspired by comic newbies. <laughs> comic new newbie, baby. Uh, yeah, Doctor Strange would be cool, and they land in. I don't know. Like how. Hank Pym, Tony Stark, and fucking Homeboy. And do- what's Dr. Doom's name? Victor Von uh, Doom? Victor Von Doom. Yeah, man. Just ridiculous. Yeah, speaking of, sorry, I, in the end of Dark Ages, there's going to be a, a Dr. Doom. I uh, forgot what it's called. Chaos, something chaos. Something where he fucks up some and shit. And he needs like five. Five heroes or some yeah, shit. I'm excited for that. But anyways, next question. What if Superman was Captain America and Captain America was Superman? I don't know if we've talked about this before. Uh, or we slightly remember, talked maybe. about it. Um, I'm saying what if they uh, switched worlds? Being that both of these characters are from different... Uh, different spectrums. Yeah. But they have, in a sense, the same morale. Mm-hmm. If Steve Rogers' father was Kal-El. See, you went really deep with this. I didn't. And Superman was an orphan? I don't know if uh, Steve Rogers was an orphan. All we know is he was a skinny guy. But see, Clark isn't skinny. Uh, Yeah, he's... He's muscular. Huge. 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 (laughs) Huge. And so, would he still be the same way if he was an orphan? Oh, because he didn't have all the lawful goods. Because you know how he landed somewhere? Where did he land? You know, where did he Um, land in the Marvel world? Well, would Steve Rogers still get those powers of... Will he he develop the the muscularity of of, uh, Clark Kent? Or will he still be a skinny Superman? But he still has the power of Kryptonian. Yeah, so his muscularity or his development went. His development is still me. Well, okay, if you if we're if we're breaking down the characters based off of the MCU and the different Superman comics that I've read or watched, uh, Steve Rogers was a guy who had a lot of fight in him, and he wasn't really a big like. You know, he had a heart of a superhero, but the size of a. He still has the yeah. size of a super, or he still yeah. has the heart of a superhero. Right. But he physically. 
So he's I feel there, like, but he's still uh, Kryptonian. So if we if we were to throw that into the there's perspective, I feel like his training would have got him maybe not as big as how he was, but he he'd yoke up obviously. Yeah, he'd be ripped. Um, but, I think it'd be different though because I mean he he's are we saying that he's an inhabitant of Kalel or bro? He's he's the father. He, he's a, of Kalel. Okay, but he is in a sense diminished by his looks and his. You know, he's not Steve Rogers, Chris Evans, dreamy yeah. as fuck. No, man, he's he's this little guy, but he still has Kryptonian powers. Uh, Will he give in to being well, see that, a ruler? Uh, will see, he now, be now this is weirder because it's like... Or will he be the same Steve well, Rogers we know? Right, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a little bit weird now because you're like, okay, well, he changed because he has a different hit, uh, background now. As far as like him not being on Earth, but now being in what's this, what's this land of Krypton? How do you say it? Krypton. Krypton. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That all I said for me was there wouldn't be much of a difference. The all this the only difference is the suit changes. So here's the thing. And the background. Nah, man. History. Here's the thing. Be, but you made so me being think. from you made me think. being from you know in a sense different wow. eras, let's say that. Yeah. Okay. Um, would Rogers give in to his father's wishes, Kalel, and would Clark be given the serum given how athletic he is? But Superman was still, you know, Clark is still. Well, if you put it that way, then Clark probably wouldn't have been given the serum because he wasn't. Uh, Skinny, because they were looking for these fools. They yeah, were they looking were looking for, for somebody who's puny. But some, no, not oh. really. They were right. looking for somebody that was fit, capable, and can hold that serum. Because yeah. serum can make you insane if you let it. Right. So I don't know. I I really don't know. Maybe Clark Kent wouldn't be able to withstand that. We'll never know unless Marvel and DC just again decides to. Put the world's guys. Collide. Let us know. This is a fucking cool question. Yeah, I'm I'm stumped. I I don't know what would happen. Uh, I'm being honest. I think Rogers would give in. You think he being, be, uh... being bullied, being the fact that oh, dude, I can't fucking show my power. But sorry, I'm... but I'm thinking of more along the lines. He was born there, so how do you know he was being bullied? I'm Krypton. No, dude. His, they put him inside of a pod, uh-huh. and he got launched from a decaying Krypton right before Krypton had exploded. They let the pod go, and he traveled millions of light Sorry, years. Sorry, I was thinking he was going to be raised on Krypton. That's why. No. Oh. The same story okay. means his parents die. And he gets on the farm. Yeah, raised by Martha. And, and obviously, he's just going to be a farm boy. If you want it to be that way, yeah. Okay. Moving on. <clears throat> you want to read this one? Sure. I'm trying to do the music from Final Fantasy VII. Anyways, um, our last what if question, which it's, is not necessarily related. Not to, last. Go okay, ahead. Okay, our second to last is what if Sephiroth had the reality stone? <laughs> God, what the fuck? Now we're just uh, merging comic and 
our other love, which is video games. No, dude. Freaking Final Fantasy is a part of Disney. But they didn't have a comic. Dude, I'm not. I'm telling you, this is a part of comics because you okay, see. Okay, okay, okay. Go. Um, I just said uh, Cloud would be dead. Saffron will reign over all of us as king. I mean, what else can the what else can a man who is already trying to just implode the universe do? But when you have this reality stone, so his his uh his full potential comes out. My brother would put it as game over, man. Yeah, because let's see. Press let, reset on that on that uh, game console. Cause. Can you imagine what he would do to all the summons? Yeah, um, this whole universe would be gone. Can you imagine what he would do with all the summons with that reality stone? Knights of the Round. Like everything. Yeah. Um, For those that don't know, we're we're quoting uh, Final Fantasy VII. Can you imagine what, what he, if he found out that if there were other stones too? Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And Sephiroth was, you had to, you had to kill this guy like 400 times. Yeah. To stop him. And he has like different phases. He had to kill too. him and his mom. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. Genova. Was it Genova? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Geneva? Yeah. No, Something. Anyway. Let us know about that yeah, one, guys. He was, he was like a that's dem- a short but uh, sweet yeah, one. Sephiroth was like a demigod. Yeah, yeah. That's short but a sweet one. But, you know, if if Thor was into Scientology, that's what it would. That's how That's how. <laughs> wow, that's, that's, how, that's, how shit, would that's how shit wow. would go down right now. Anyways. <laughs> um, next question. What if Professor X was in the DC world? He'd just be the other bald guy, but good with psychic abilities. <laughs> You're making it funny, but it's not. <laughs> but it's legit. Um, you know, I just, I just kept it short and simple and sweet that uh, he definitely would, would uh, kind of be like the, the same, have the same type of leadership. You think so? I, I feel like, except he would. Hone it in with the Teen Titans. I'm I'm looking at a, a demographic here because obviously we know that as as Professor Xavier, he was the guy who was a genius and he want and was able to tap into these mutant. Dude, if Rev- Raven Raven is it Raven? I think so. I think uh, he I'm control not, that. I'm Raven, the one who has oh. like his father's embodying her kind of. Yeah, is that in Teen Titans? Yeah. She's like. She holds a demon inside of her, which is her dad. Oh, okay. like a lord demon or something. Yeah, I never got into Teen Titans. You so know more than I did. He would definitely get rid of that. Yeah, I feel like he he would he would be the same kind of guy, except it, it's more connected to the the younger generation in DC. Or so like, you think the younger generation would be better than the, than the? I didn't say that. I don't because know. of Professor X, they would be they'd probably be more OP for sure because he'd help them. Hone into their skills. Yeah. But I don't know if they, they could beat the X-Men, though. I mean, if depending on which Xavier. Cyborg was a Titan, too, right? Yeah. Titan. So he wasn't. Uh-huh. But he wasn't. Batboy. Mutant yeah. or metahuman. See, that's what I'm saying. That's the biggest. That's mm. the pun intended. That's the X factor here. So it's because. He, X, he, yeah. If it's Hickman's X. Uh-huh. So you have Hickman's to, you have to Professor X. One, yeah. He would definitely not have those people there. Any of the people uh-huh. that are not 
uh, metahuman, yeah, he would definitely. Oh, they they wouldn't be on. They wouldn't um, be on what, that. What, 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 what's their land Krakoa? called? Krakoa. Krakoa. But yeah. he's not. He doesn't have Krakoa here. But if it's Professor X from back then, yeah. he'd be a little more peaceful with it. Yeah, that's why I feel like he would help the Teen Titans hone Hickman, in on their Hickman's, schools. Hickman's Professor X is a god complex. Let's just let's just be honest here. So basically, Professor X is not evil, but he's. He's a little sinister. Yeah, like Mr. Sinister. Because he has all those other people in uh-huh. his head. You know, like Eric or... Um, uh, Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. See, I only read one. I think two issues of it. I'm just going to give you House of X. House yeah, of Powers. I, I think it, it changed your mind on how, how it, you see uh, Professor X. Yeah, right? man, because it's the new type of Professor X. And if they finally make a better one, it would be so good. Hickman needs to be Hickman needs to be a lead writer on that one, man. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, Russo brothers need to just buy it off and just fucking let's go. That would be sick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I mean, I I got a taste of it, and I was like, yo, yeah, Professor X is pretty demented here. There's something. It's like he doesn't care. He doesn't care about humans. I'm just saying, there's Uh, something going on there. It's like they rejected us, so. Fuck you! <laughs> like we, you don't belong in this. Like he's standing. He has. Uh-huh. Uh, he has a uh, cerebro on his head all the time. Yeah, you don't really. And so in the issues I read, you don't really hear much from him. But he he looks really ominous and a little bit. See, evil. Eric. At yeah. least Eric tells you. Well, because yeah, and obviously Man. he's he has a little bit of diplomacy with the humans that yeah, come. Yeah, right. To, Isn't it crazy? Yeah, where but, he's a but, little more merciful. Yeah, but then. Um, Professor X doesn't even want to deal with humans. He like lets his lackeys go and do yeah. It. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, that'd be yeah. This would be cool to see him in DC. He'd kill everybody. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a Hickman's <laughs> Professor X. Uh, last but not least, let's let's get this. The boxing match we all been waiting for. Punisher uh, versus Red Jake Hood. Paul versus uh, Tyrone. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. You put that on the show. <laughs> Sorry. Can you re-record that part? Wow! Wow! No! No! <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we Punisher got, versus yeah, Red we got Hood. a little, we got a little showdown throwdown here. Colon, he's uh, lacing up his boots. Um, I let him keep Punisher, and I took Red Hood. So we're going on a little um, head-to-head battle. Who would win? Well. Let's uh, break it down. So we got to plead our case and you can tell us who who would win. Who's more vicious? Red Hood. Why? Because he died and he came back to life. (laughs) Batman left him for dead. Why would you blame Batman? Because he left him for dead. Joker killed him. Dumbass Jason Todd Uh, was trying to be a He's not a dumbass, okay? (laughs) He was trying to take. Let's kill Joker. Trying to take take him down, okay? By myself. You know he he had a lot of demons he was fighting, okay? Did you know that Red Hood actually is based off of a uh, Red Hood gang? <laughs> yeah, criminal vigilantes. That's how he took the name Red Hood. That's cool. Yeah, nineteen seventies, I think. Batman. And and that one issue you have, uh, he dies. He dies. He dies. If he dies, he dies. Yes, Ivan Drago. Bridget Nielsen? That's what it is. Vicious. 
Why would it? Why would it Punisher be vicious? I'm just trying to play. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get. My no, 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 no. No, Punisher is vicious, bro. You know what happened to him? Yes, yes. Go ahead. Tell everyone uh-huh. what happened to the Punisher. Pretty much saw his whole family die in front of him, and they shoot him in the face. Yeah, left him for dead. And he's a mercenary killer. Who had a peaceful heart before that? Actually, I I think he only wanted to kill when he had to kill. But now he just became a twenty four seven killer. <laughs> With re- within reason, <laughs> he still had a heart somehow for um, when he sees like a family. One like, bitch. Yeah. Two bitch. <laughs> the Punisher Netflix was just badass. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, if Disney picks it up, I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna make Shane. I mean, what's his real name? Um, I don't remember. How are they gonna make that same Punisher? Because that was probably one of the best series Marvel. Dolph Lundgren's Punisher. Okay, that's yeah, that's cool, right? <laughs> that's a throwback. I, didn't really, I you know. The only thing I remember is him setting him beginning. He was naked in the movie. <laughs> he was playing like he was. Yeah, like, I will break you. I will break you. Yeah, no, he's not the same um, Punisher as. Yeah, I think the it was most an ad- recent. It was an adaptation. Yeah, but the, this and the movie Punisher. Which one? Uh, what's his name? Something Jane? Thomas yeah, Jane? I think so. He's the pretty John gory. Also, is a bad guy. It's pretty gory, but it's not as bad as this uh, re- most recent. Not most recent, as in like three years ago, two years ago. Right. Okay, fine. Viciousness goes to Punisher. Obviously. Um, who kills who first? See, this is good. This is where I have to tap into um, Red Todd. Red Todd. Red Hood's. Red Todd's uh, Red character. Todd, yeah, Sweetie Todd. Um, All right. Red Hood's different powers and abilities, which I don't he know. He has powers? Yeah. This is what I... Go ahead. Let uh, me hear these powers. So because of his resurrecting from the dead, he has this Lazarus-enhanced capabilities. He no longer ages and regenerates from injuries at a very fast rate. Um, so he can cheat death on several occasions. His strength, his speed, stamina, everything is heightened uh, because of him coming back to life. Uh, he's in peak human conditioning, human strength. Um, he can break through a submarine hull with a single punch. Effortlessly lift a man over his head with one hand and throw him several meters through an airplane window. Um, I'm not sure if this is fan-made. <laughs> I, d- I, I don't, don't know. Uh, all of these, all of these abilities. So like, you know, <laughs> stamina, agility, reflexes, they're all in peak shape. I think because of his experience with death. Um, the one I want to to note, this is why this would make this showdown pretty interesting. <laughs> this is a lot, sorry. Uh, so <laughs> he's a martial artist, skilled in combat, just like just like Punisher. But this is the this was the interesting one um, when it came to the being because uh, you know Punisher is known for his killing with his guns, right? So. I didn't know this about uh, Red Hood, is that he's a mar- master marksman. Uh, obviously, he was trained by Batman, using the batarangs and everything, and firearms. Um, he went a step further than Batman. I mean, no, Batman's really good with the firearm. Um, so he learned from masters how to kill a target with different types of guns. 
So he was pre- he had precision accuracy is far more superior than Batman. Um, he was the best marksman in the Bat family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably the top five marksman in the entire DC universe, according to this source. Um, so he's equally skilled in in uh, throwing projectiles such as a shuriken, knives, batarangs, um, and he's capable of shooting men at a long distance while while being physically attacked by several other opponents. So. So he's yeah, this is a red hood. Oh, uh, oh, and he's also a weapons master. I spoke. He used he used rifles, grenades, knives. This almost sounds like um, Punisher. Um, <laughs> he's a skilled swordsman, genius. So he he has intellect like Bruce. Um, with Bruce taking him in into his uh, his fold, you know, taking him in and teaching him the ways. Good strategist, tactician. Um, I don't know if this does gives him a leg up, but he's good at computers and hacking. He's a good detective. Uh, there's a lot more I can mention. Yeah, he's. Go ahead, mention all that. Let me just <clears throat> mention all that, and I can give you one word that will just okay. one up all of that. His weapons are uh, automatic handguns, tasers, <laughs> grenades, batarangs, electric wings, knife. Twin blade katanas and all blades and crowbar. Escape artist, master disguise, uh, expert intimidator. <laughs> that is my book report on Red Hood. Thank you. Punisher shot Spider Man in the head and put him in the hospital. He's outsmarted the Daredevil. Red Hood became Joker <laughs> in the Joker serum, and he killed Joker. Oh yeah, the the new one. Yeah, with Batman. <laughs> I have to add that. It's okay. If when, you, if you when, shoot, when, if you shoot, did Spider-Man, you just find this right now? Because I gave all those. Uh, no. So yeah, that, that was that was his first appearance in Spider-Man. He shot Spider-Man in the head. Did he kill him? He, Obviously. Are you sure? He's still alive. He's still alive to this day. No one really dies in the Marvel world. <laughs> you think people really die in the Marvel world? Yeah. No. Aunt, Aunt May, dude. Dude, Aunt May is so hot. You talking about the old one? <laughs> Anyways, okay, fine. Realistically speaking, even though I named all those um, abilities by Red, Top, Red Hood, um... See, if we look at both their backstories, there would be a compromise here because they both have a very dramatic... I think, honestly, Uh Punisher would kill Red Hood first. But I feel like Punisher would take... He would have a lot of damage that he wouldn't be able to um, regenerate or, like, heal. And he might succumb to his, uh, like, his um, wounds. Uh, Punisher? So he'd probably kill Red Hood. But he would die in the process. Yeah. If if we're talking about this whatever level of all these abilities. I mean, he shot he shot a dude probably two miles away. Yeah. Why well, don't you think I, that I would happen know. with with the Punisher? How do you know Red Hood doesn't know that Punisher's coming from already? I don't know that because the Punisher oh, well, is this very is a secretive. game of tactics. Did I say he's a tactician? I'm sorry. 
Huh? Punisher wasn't wasn't in grade school yesterday. <laughs> wow. Well, why would he going? Why would he be going to Redhead in the first place? I don't know. Probably he was hired to take him out. How do you know Red Hood? All the, all the dumb shit that Red Hood do. Well, if, what if Batman was still there? Why would Batman care? Because that's his, that's his brother. That's his son? <sighs> Guys, let us know who would win in the fight. Red Hood and Batman, well, I guess. Well, because nobody, nobody really knows Red Hood. Let's be honest. Everybody knows Punisher. If you're a big Red Hood fan, please help help me. <laughs> Help his case. Help me find my case. I just named like, I don't know, 20, 20 abilities and feats of uh, Red All Hood. I know is, is that he put he put Peter Parker, Spider-Man, in the hospital. And all I know is he has a Lazarus enhanced capability so he doesn't die. He went to, no one, he didn't get, he didn't go to Lazarus pit, did he? That's what it says here, bro. As of his perfect resurrection by the Lazarus pit. He no longer ages and regenerates from injuries at a very fast rate. I.e. in um, the one you gave me, Three Jokers, he should have died. He didn't die. Remember, he took the Joker serum. He was all busted up. Oh, yeah. That's right. He didn't kill Joker, though. Oh, yeah, he didn't. You're right. Nobody dies in the DC. He didn't kill Joker. He shot one of them. Yeah, he shot one of the jokers. The wrong one, because yeah. his, his dumb ass was like, this is the real one! Bang! Well, oh, I no, wanna, there's 400 more! Now, you spit it on me, bro. Now I want to see... I want to read a actual Red Hood thing. Like, just a Red Hood. See if this uh, facts are not... All right, guys, I won. That's that's the night. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Here, such Red yeah. Hood, you know what? I tried to give you a fighting chance, so. He shot Spider-Man in the head. What else did he do? He He's out. Oh, my Lord. Come on. You made me name. I'm just kidding, bro. Dude, if you're a big Red Hood fan, please help me fight my, my, um, my side of the story. All I had to do was say one thing about the Punisher and what he did. Who in their right mind would be able to take out Spider-Man like that? All right, let's take out your love for Punisher. Uh, if we were looking at them, if I named hand to hand combat, if I named all that hand to hand combat, and you knew yeah. that the Punisher okay. took out Spider Man, <laughs> then I obviously yes. But let's go hand to hand combat. Hand to hand combat. Yeah, Punisher. You think so? Yeah. All right. He's Merc Wilson Fisk himself. Hand to hand combat. All right. You're the one who made this segment. I'm just going on the other side. I should have chosen Punisher, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to drop the mic right now. <laughs> Guys, don't look you, at me with thank that. Thank you so much for listening. Intent. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Redhead wins. You. Thanks. <laughs> Have a great evening. Peace out. Comic newbies. Peace out. Later.